too trusting. But the pile of CVs on P's lap was full of identical promises to go on trips and enjoy cleaning the toilet. None of the replies said that they would lock naughty children in the cupboard under the stairs with the cobwebs or wash anyone's mouth out with soap. I don't get why we have to get all dressed up, said Tinkerbell, wriggling away from Clover who was jabbing at her head with ugly flowery hair clips. Doesn't the new Victoria have to impress us? Well, yes, said Mum, appearing at the top of the stairs in her best shimmery silver skirt, the one that looked like a mermaid tail. But we have to impress them back too, my starlings. If they are extra lovely, they'll be able to pick any family they like to live with, and they might not want one that smells of dog and yesterday's socks. We do not smell of yesterday's socks, said Clover hotly. Or dog, protested Tinkerbell. Clover sniffed the air in the hallway, then wrinkled her nose. Actually, we might smell a little bit dog adjacent. I'll make some toast. That'll cover it up, she said, hurrying to the kitchen. Won't they wonder why we're eating toast at eleven in the morning? said Tinkerbell, watching Wuffly escape gleefully through the now open kitchen door. Mum looked panicked. They might think we've only just got up. They won't want to live with lazy children who don't get up. Clover, abort the toast! Abort the toast! Pea sighed. That was why they really needed a new Victoria, so someone else could be the sensible, organised one in the family instead of it always having to be her. She stood up and waved the top sheets from her pile of papers. Listen, I thought of that already, she said. They all had to write CVs, so we'd know if they were right for the job, so I wrote ours as well. Then they can tell if we've got the right qualifications for them too. P fanned out the pages for the others to see. Clover's was on top since she was the eldest. Clover, age 13. Current occupation, schoolgirl. Likes musicals, expensive things she can't have, attention. Special skills, singing, piano. Future career, actor, director of plays. P, age 11. Current occupation, schoolgirl. Likes books. Special skills. Writing, reading, making sandwiches. Future career, writer. Like mum. Tinkerbell, age seven. Current occupation, menace. Likes Wuffly, mess, spiders. Special skills, escapology. Future career, criminal mastermind. Uh, yet to be determined. Each CV was illustrated with a sketch by P's best friend, Sam One, the boy next door. They were excellent likenesses. Sam One had exactly captured Clover's pretty pink face and tumbling blonde hair, the image of her mother. P's picture was paper pale and freckled, with red hair, though Sam One had been kind enough to smooth down her frizz and her chin looked normal-sized instead of big and pointy. Tinkerbell was brown-skinned and fierce-looking, with black curls braided close to her head in a spiral. 
I was worried criminal mastermind might put people off, so I crossed it out, he explained with a nervous glance at Tinkerbell. Anyway, Seven is a bit young to be making career plans. I think they're fabulous, Peapod. But where's mine? said Mum, leaning down to rest her chin on Pea's shoulder. You don't need one. Everyone knows who you are, said Pea, as Tinkerbell chased Wuffly back into the kitchen. That wasn't quite true. Marina Cove wasn't the Hollywood film star sort of famous. She didn't get followed around by photographers, much to Clover's dismay, or asked for her autograph, except for that one time in Tesco. But she got letters from adoring fans from all over the world. If you liked books, especially the mermaid sort, you definitely know Marina Cove. Mum smiled regardless and wrapped Pea in one of those fond, tight, jasmine-perfumed hugs.